Welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, visit PCAPainted.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all of you non-members out there, sign up for a free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the App Store and Google Play. This episode is brought to you by Benjamin Moore and Sherwin-Williams. What happened? Yeah, so uh, this client, um, it was one of my local clients who had been with us for years and uh, they they wanted to move on and uh, hire a, uh, it wasn't a painting customer, it was an eye doctor. And so mm. they, uh, they, want, they found um, a, an agency that specialized in eye doctors and um, this one wasn't all that special. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, she, she called me up and said, Oh, we're, we're moving away from you. She was really heartbroken about it because she, we had a good relationship, but, uh, two weeks later, uh, she calls me back in tears because mm. this woman had, uh, basically just launched a, a terrible site for her. And, um, she was just completely devastated and was wondering if I could, could take them back. And, uh, and I, I said, of course, yeah, I, I had a backup of the site. So, mm. uh, within, uh, just a few hours we had her, her website back up and she fired the, the new agency. And, yeah. and so <laughs> uh, it was, it was, it was a nightmare, but, uh, but it, oh, it came man. out good in the end. Oh, so. oh, good. I'm glad to hear that. Glad you had a backup. Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> I've heard some stories about that and maybe we'll share those when we get into it, but first let's welcome everybody. Uh, so hello and welcome back to the DYB podcast. Our mission is to help you to double your business so that you can have financial freedom, time for your family, and make an impact in your community. Today, please join me in welcoming DYB's premier online lead generating rock star. That's right. ClickWiz Mike of ClickWiz Painter Marketing Magic. Mike, how are you doing today? I'm awesome. Thank you for having me on. This mm -hmm. is great. Hey, my pleasure. Back to your story before we get into it. Um, there, we've, we've had examples of clients and uh, we recommend them to you and they say, well, Steve, I've got this person in my BNI and uh, they can do it cheaper. But it, and it's not just that they can do it cheaper, but they feel the pressure of passing referrals and it happens and a couple of them come to mind. Uh, I'm not going to say the name, but uh, and, and they'll spend, you know, say $800 to have their BNI friend build the website. And then a, a year later, they say, gosh, what a what a pain this has been. We made a bunch of mistakes. Uh, can you, you know, put me in touch with Mike? I said, yeah, no problem. Absolutely. And we understand, you know, it's if you're in BNI, there's that draw and there's that accountability and that pressure. We got to pass business around. But it's uh, there's 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 a lot more to just building a website, kind of like in a painting industry. Not everybody's a painter. And if we've been in the business for more than three days, we, we realize that. And so there are a lot of those stories. I, I get that. Now, yeah, I could, probably, this, I could probably give you three or four more stories just yeah. like that one where a customer left for their BNI group and, and said exactly what you said. Yeah. I, f I feel like I have to, um, I, I have to hire the, the BNI partner because, um, you know, that's what BNI is about. You know, you refer yeah. each other to each other mm -hmm. and, and I get it. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, it won't it never fails. It's um, almost every time they yeah. come back to me within a year. 
Yeah. And then you feel doubly bad because they've just wasted this money and now they've got to pay to, you know, fix it, redo it, build it out correctly, whatever it might be, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and so that's hard. So to put it in painter context, you know, it's like guys, when, when somebody uh, goes with their friend or hires their in-laws or, you know, to paint or whatever, and then they call you back, say, I'm sorry, I need you to come fix it. You, you charge them to do it right. Sometimes it costs more. So be warned. <laughs> I'm glad you brought, the, uh, we opened up with that story so that everybody is at least warned up front. Uh, still do what you feel like you need to do, uh, but we hope that you, you do it right the first time. Now, Mike, before uh, you share all of your uh, juicy ninja online lead generating strategies, what I want to do is unpack the fundamentals. What what are the fundamentals that somebody needs to have in place before we get to the advanced uh, juicy ninja stuff? Yeah, so I mean, the fundamentals are uh, your website. <clears throat> got to have a great website. It's got to look professional. Um, you know, you don't necessarily have to spend a ton of money on it. Um, there are some, some lower, some less expensive ways to get something decent out there. Mm-hmm. Um, even some of the do it yourself sites like, uh, uh, like Weebly and, um, uh, what's the other one, uh, Squarespace, things like that. Uh, for somebody who's just getting started in the painting industry and can't afford, uh, to hire an agency like us, those are some great options. Um, or maybe your local BNI guy, <laughs> you know, everybody starts somewhere and we're yeah, kind of like yeah. the, uh, the, the, you know, the middle of the road agency, you know, for okay. a lot of painters starting up, can't mm-hmm. quite afford our level of service, but, um, there are plenty of ways to, uh, to, to still do that and do it well. Um, what? second thing is Google business profile. Mm. That's, um, that's probably one of the most important things that you can do even before the website these days, um, get that profile and start getting reviews. Um, so hold on, I'm going to come at then, it like, uh, like a novice in case somebody's never done this. So when you say Google profile, how do you mean just your, your, um, online, um, uh, the profile, the address, the phone number, right? The, yep. um, yep. okay. Yeah. You right. just so go to business.google.com. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And, um, I can give you some good pointers on on that uh, specifically is you know because if you if you just do one thing if you master that it'll make a big difference. Um, uh, biggest thing reviews 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 every job you do try to ask for that review or don't try just do it. Um, it's it's so important and with painters it's really hard to get a lot of reviews because you're only doing what one or two jobs a week and. So it's not like you're getting a hundred customers through your store a day, you know, where, where you can generate a ton of reviews. Now you get only a few, a, a few opportunities a week. And, um, and so you have to try to get it every, yeah. every single opportunity. Yeah. Um, and so only like maybe 10% of your customers are going to, uh, you know, take the time to do that. And so if you're, if you're, if you do a hundred jobs and only get 10 reviews, it, it's just takes time. So start now. And, and be relentless at it. I'm Prith Fiverkiani, and we've got recruiting best practices, pain and training resources, and a bare pro sweepstakes coming your way in this PCA Minute. It's recruiting season. If you're wondering where all the good candidates are, we got you covered. There's an entire section on PCA Overdrive dedicated to hiring, recruiting, and retention. Curated from your favorite podcasts, expo sessions, and virtual events, you'll learn to hire and keep rock stars in your company. Just look for the hiring, recruiting, and retention lane on PCA Overdrive. Get your crew field ready faster with PCA's painter training. 
PCO Overdrive provides free access to painter training videos in English and Spanish. Our training portal offers a more in-depth learning experience through a guided pathway. Each module has an assessment and certificates are awarded at the completion of each level. To learn more, go to pcapaintad.org training. Finally, enter for a chance to win the Bear Pro Painter Sweepstakes. Price includes $5,000 worth of Bear, Kills, Graco, and 3M products. Visit pca.so slash Bear Pro Sweepstakes to enter now. Let me jump in is, here. You have you yeah. have a program. I'd like you to mention this. You have a program to help uh, with that process, don't you? Yes, yes, we do. We uh, we it's it's not our software, uh, but we're we're a, a partner with Grade.us, and um, if you get it through us, you actually get it a little bit cheaper than what they charge directly. So, uh, and plus you get our support, which is much better than theirs. So, um, uh, but basically what that does is it automates the process. Um, it's at its basic level. All you have to do is enter your customer's name and the email address into the system. And it sets off an email sequence to, to request that feedback. And um, a couple of different ways you can do it. Uh, we used to do it, you know, where it would send an email requesting a rating, like one to five stars, just like you do, you do on Google. Um, the DYB system has kind of shifted to uh, to more of uh, what's it called? The um, net promoter, net promoter score. Yeah, and uh, where it's it's more of a question that really kind of gets down to the customer's sentiment on how they feel about you and your business, and that is. Uh, on a scale of one to 10, would you refer us to your friends and family? And, um, <clears throat> and so that can give you uh, a huge uh, amount of feedback just, just with that one question. Um, and if it's a seven or above, then it will ask for a Google review or Facebook or whatever, um, whatever sites you're trying to get more reviews on. So, um, and if they don't respond the first time, then it'll send a couple of follow-up emails. So. There we go. Then some direct mail, and then we send somebody to beat on their door. No, yeah, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. and if you're and if you've got your other tech set up like a CRM, uh, you can connect it to that through Zapier to where when the project's over, it'll automatically send out that request. Awesome. Very cool. Okay. Thank you. Sorry for that. Uh, a little dogly there. Back. So back to the fundamentals. Google reviews, and just a, a comment on that. Uh, Google reviews are social proof. Social proof is one of the six laws of influence in uh, the number one book on sales and marketing influence by Dr. Robert Cialdini. Uh, he unpacks exactly how important social uh, proof is. And so, yeah, Google reviews are not only important for helping uh, to convince, but also to help you to rank if, if I hear you correctly, Mike. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. And, and Google uh, doesn't care as much about how, high your rating is um they don't they don't need to see a perfect five 5.0 score in fact your uh people who uh come across your your google business profile if they see a hundred reviews and they're all five stars mm -hmm. that starts to get a little suspicious then they think mm -hmm. well you're only getting those reviews from your best customers and mm -hmm. and the the ones that maybe aren't too happy aren't uh are being discouraged um and so if you if you get a negative review here and there uh, it's not the end of the world. It actually looks more natural. Um, yeah. But in Google's eyes, as far as ranking goes, they just want to see that activity. You know, that that's what's important to them. 
So, so one uh, part of our system and our coaching is when you get a negative review, usually guys freak out, which is understandable. But I say, no, this is a great opportunity because it's an opportunity for everybody to see your character and how you reply, respond to that review. Yep. Yep. So, and um, yeah, I get the, I get those questions a lot when, when someone gets a negative review, uh, they, they really do. They feel like it's the end of the world at that moment, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, and you know, if you only have two or three other reviews, well, yeah, it's bad, but, it's gonna be um, yeah. but if you've got 50 other positive reviews, it's a, it's actually a good thing because that gives you an opportunity to say, Hey, we screwed up. Uh, mm -hmm. This is why this is what we did to fix it. Uh, and, and, you know, just show the, the world that, Hey, you know, we're human, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but we make and we, it right. And we own it. Yeah. 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 Right on. Awesome. Thank you. So we've got reviews. What, uh, what are some of the other fundamental items? Uh, the other things are to make sure your profile is completely filled out. Use every possible section that Google gives you and, and just make sure it's filled out. Um, you know, things like services, hours of operation, what kind of payments do you accept? Um, things like that. Uh, you know, you, even with like services, you can actually not just put the label, uh, interior painting, exterior painting, but you can add a little bit more content to that and give kind of a description of, of why your, your interior painting services are, are better than, than your competitor. Okay. Um, uh, one thing, one little ninja hack that I could give you that, a lot of painting companies really push back on uh, mm -hmm. is showing your address. You know, so many painting companies run out of their homes, their homes, um, and that is kind of scary for them to put their home address out for the world to see. Um, but in all the years I've been doing this, I've heard of maybe only a handful, maybe two clients where, where someone showed up at their house <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and it wasn't a big deal, you know? Um, but, uh, uh, I've found in our testing, you're going to rank better if you show your address. Google won't admit that. Uh, they, they, in fact, they've kind of relaxed their rules on service area businesses. Mm -hmm. um, it used to be like if you ran out of your house, you had to be a service area business, and they would actually suspend your account if you didn't set it up that way. And um, <clears throat> so, for a few years there, we had to do that, even though we knew that if you show your address, you rank better. Um, mm -hmm. but they've, they've relaxed that. And, uh, in some cases I've even had Google support recommend it. So, all right. Now the little dog leg here back in the day, uh, used to try to, let's say, uh, maximize the uh, listing opportunities. And, um, I don't know, there was somebody down in Venice, Florida who would go around and get street addresses at all of the local city UPS, uh, boxes. And, uh, mm -hmm. in fact, I think I even admitted this or talk about it in the book. These um, 
the profiles, the Google profiles in local nearby towns, communities, and cities aren't needed anymore. Is that correct? In rare cases, will I recommend setting up a second location? Um, It's really hard to do. uh, And Google does not like, you can't use a PO box. You can't use a UPS store, uh, any of those pack and ship places that offer mailbox services. Um, They, you, those won't even work. Um, you basically have to have an office or warehouse or something where you can get mail in order to uh, set up that second location. And um, so it, to do it and do it effectively, it's pretty expensive. You know, you, you have to rent office space or something like that. Even the virtual offices, mm-hmm. sometimes they'll work. Sometimes yeah. they'll get you suspended. <laughs> Wow. No so, kidding. So I've heard that you have to send pictures in confirming, verifying. Sometimes. Yeah. Location. They'll, they'll make yeah. you take pictures and videos and send letterhead with the address on it, things like that. So it's, they're, they've got pretty smart about it. Okay. So along these lines, what, what does somebody do then that they have another market or they're expanding into a neighboring city? How can they list there as well? Um, s- some of our customers have used, um, you know, other businesses, uh, so if the, if another business has maybe a warehouse space or something that maybe you could partner up with them and, um, you know, print a, a, a magnetic sign that you can stick on their door or something like that to, mm-hmm. to take your pictures when, when Google wants to verify it. Um, and, uh, just, it has to be able to get mail. Um, but it, it, that's, that's the key. It has to be a physical location that doesn't look like a virtual office or okay. mailbox type thing. All right. Now, uh, owning the first page of Google is step three in the DYB system and a couple of the components that we encourage are naps and blogs. How relevant are they for uh, the fundamentals these days? Um, yeah, so naps, uh, NAPs or uh, name, address and phone numbers, what that stands for, uh, they're, they're not effective as far as ranking goes, um, at, at, at least as not not as much as they used to be, um, but they are still kind of like the baseline. Hey, I need to get this done because it it speaks to kind of the trust and authority uh, side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, Google has put a lot of emphasis on uh, what's called EAT, and it's E E A T, and it's experience, expertise, authoritativeness, trustworthiness, <clears throat> and so. That's, uh, that's really what they're looking for when they're deciding who to rank in the top, uh, you know, on page one or the top three. Um, and so if all you have is a Google business profile, um, well, you might rank if you don't have any other competition, but uh, I guarantee you if, if the other 10 painters or 100 painters in your area are, uh, are, are doing more than you, well, they're going to beat you out. So mm-hmm. um NAPs uh, is kind of the baseline. Easiest way to do that is go to a place like uh, Yext. Um, just get their minimum basic package. I think it's like 35 bucks a month. Um, it, it just kind of blasts all of your information out there on the web. It locks your profiles down so they can't change. And the nice thing about it is that if you have to move and change your address, it makes it so much easier to uh, to update those. You just change it in their system, and mm-hmm. within a week, all of your uh, all the other directories are updated. 
Okay, note to self, update the UAB system, step three, scratch out naps, add E-E-A-T. Yes, yeah. Got it. What about blogs? Uh, blogs, uh, so blogs are definitely still effective. Um, and that's where kind of the E-E-A-T uh, comes in is the, the content on your site. Basically, when you when you write a blog post, you want to come across as experienced and the expert and the, the authority in your market. Um, and so that's really how you kind of pick topics is, you know, what are, what are people searching for when they look for painters? Um, do it yourself type articles, um, things like that. Um, other blog content opportunities might be um, if you're doing, uh, if you finish up a job, do like a video walkthrough or uh, before and after pictures and kind of do a little post about, about the actual job and, you know, what went well, what was, what was great about it? Maybe what was your challenges on that job? Um, that, that speaks to the expertise and experience because, Hey, we're actually out in the field doing this stuff. So, um, Google likes to see that. Uh, and it's just an easy content idea, you know, and if it's a, if it's a uh, showcase worthy uh, project, then why not put it on your site and talk about it? Yep. Right on. Um, um, and then, uh, yeah, so experience other opportunities for experience would be like your portfolio, um, you know, before and after pictures, uh, mm-hmm. just constantly be updating that, that portfolio with, uh, with new photos. And, um, and those can also be posted on your Google business profile. So if you've got a job that you're, uh, showcasing, put those on, on Google business profile. Uh, that's one thing that Google really likes to see is activity on that. Um, that's so you can cross post those and without being penalized. Yeah, it's a different format. So it's, it's a much shorter. So, you know, what you, you know, if you write 500 words for your blog post Mm. on your Google business profile, you would write maybe a hundred, 200 word summary. Um, So it's, it's, it's really quick. I I recommend um, Google business profile posts once a week, if you can do it, it just generates that activity and Google likes to see that. Awesome. Okay. Um, That's good to know. Right yeah. What uh? Let's, let's so we other get things into, you uh, can do on your. Um, sorry. Go ahead. Um, to uh, to generate the experience uh, in in Google's eyes is your team page. I highly recommend building that out and uh, and just you know putting short bios of each of your team members on there, um, things like that. Um, and uh, let's see. Oh, also on your website, get those reviews on there. They're not as uh, trustworthy as the Google reviews because mm-hmm. you know people know that you can put whatever whatever you want on your website, but you can also um, uh, just you know that you can embed some of your Google reviews on your website as well. So awesome. Well, speaking of website, what are some other key elements to consider when designing a website funnel? Great question. So, uh, when yeah, when a funnel, a lot of people don't know what a funnel is. So I'll kind of explain that real quick. But uh, you know, when you when you have a, a physical funnel, like when you change your oil or something like that, um, you know, it's wide at the top and narrow at the bottom, right? 
And that's kind of how your website is. Everybody that goes to your website isn't necessarily a, a lead. Um, and so the job of your website is to kind of weed out all of the, the uh, tire kickers or, or people who are just not, not really qualified um, and narrow them down into qualified leads that need and want your service, right? So um, ways to do that with your website are, um, you know, the, well, first of all, you want to get your, your, your visitors to know, like, and trust you, right? That's, that's the whole purpose of your funnel. And so first thing they need to learn on your site is, does this company do what I'm looking for? I'm looking for a painter. Are you a painter? Well, that's pretty easy. Um, second of all, um, why should I do business with this customer or this, this company? And you establish that by establishing trust and uh, social proof, right? Um, and so testimonials, uh, portfolios, things like that are, are important. Um, and then, uh, oh, call to action. Call to action is the probably one of the most important. What do you want your visitors to do? How do, you, how do they... How do they do business with you? Um, most of our painting customers in the DYB group as well, um, they the, the their best, absolute best call to action is to schedule an estimate. And we use, uh, you know, you can book me or Acuity scheduling. It's embedded on the website. They can connect to your calendar and just schedule estimates right there. And those are the I've best got a comment leads. to that. Some of my favorite sales that I made back out uh, when I was running print painting, I, after everyone, I'd say, thank you. You could have went with somebody else. Why'd you choose us? And, and the guy goes, he was from Georgia. You know, we're in a real nice condo down in Punta Gorda, right on the water. And he goes, man, he says, my wife's been on me for weeks to find a painter and get this painted. I was sitting in my lazy boy. And uh, so finally I pulled up the Google and, uh, and look, so your website was first. So I clicked through and I saw that uh, you had that, uh, that calendar booking thing on there. And I scheduled you and I didn't have to call. In fact, I didn't even call anybody else. You had the job where you came out here, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, oh, yeah. wait, how much was that quote? <laughs> so, <laughs> is there room to negotiate that up? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, make it easy for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. You just sat in his lazy chair, right? And all he had to do was do this, <laughs> put the phone down and said, got to take care of, darling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're going to have some people who are price shoppers and that's fine. But, uh, you know, some people, they just want as less friction as possible. You know, they want to know that you're going to do a good job and that they don't have to do a lot of work to, uh, to make it happen. So, right so make it easy for them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, other ways to, you know, we, there's usually multiple ways to, um, to do business with you. You know, you put the phone number on there, of course, you're going to put your, uh, uh, maybe a contact form, but, um, typically the, the, the ones that schedule an estimate, those are going to give you the highest close rate every time. Mm-hmm. Right, on. Yeah. right on. Awesome. Okay. Hey there. I bet business is probably picking up for you right now and things are feeling good. And using the right tools like Estimate Rocket can help keep it that way. Estimate Rocket offers professional estimates and proposals with digital signature, single source work orders for the entire team, lead to paid job management, full scheduling tools with mapping and time tracking, automated email campaigns, invoicing that exports to any accounting system, and deep data analysis reports. Go to EstimateRocket.com for a free 30-day trial to see if Estimate Rocket is a fit for you. I also recommend putting your address on the website. 
um, that kind of syncs up with the, the Google business profile and your other uh, directories that you've got your NAPs out on um, that, uh, that confirms with Google that, hey, this, this site is for this Google business profile and for this business and everything's cohesive. So um, you, know, you just put it in the footer or on the contact page. Right on. Uh, yeah, so that How would about, be uh, Cream Wanda SEO. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Before we do, a uh, quick story. And um, I apologize. I, I didn't. I didn't ask you if I could share this. So I'm going to go uh, out on a limb here. And uh, of, of course, we've been referring all of DYB members to you for for years now. You've built. I don't know. I'm going to guess maybe a hundred DYB website conversion funnel websites. Uh, mm-hmm. It's got to be close if it's not more. I, I lost count. I lost track. I used to have a list of like. Yeah, we recently somewhere. broke 100. Did you? Right. Right on. Congrats. I've had yeah. a feeling it was real close. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Yeah. And so uh, I refer you. And one of the reasons why I tell everybody I refer you is because you two things. One is, I mean, uh, two, let me just say two practical ones is you get things done. A lot of uh, agencies don't. They will line somebody up with a bunch of to-dos to get them, and they'll never follow up with them. They'll, just leave, they'll overwhelm them and leave it on their lap. Uh, painting contractors are busy, way too busy to have somebody just dump a great, you know, bunch on them and then never follow up. You've got a system laid mm-hmm. out for them, and you follow up, and you say, hey, let's get this done. And in fact, you, you turn these sites around in as fast as you know, three or four weeks even, which is unheard of in this industry. The other thing is you're honest. And I have a story to back this up because this is, uh, it's not, um, it's not an honest industry. I'm not sure. That's the most polite way I can put it. It reminds me of sending your wife to the uh, mechanic in the eighties, right? Because it's so technical and so foreign to most people that they just have to take uh, the agency's word for it, whatever they're saying. However, excuse me, I had, here's a story I had uh, as as common, uh, Seth Peak said, you know, hey, maybe uh, we were looking at uh, ramping up lead sources a little bit. Things are going really well. And I said, you know, he says, what about, you know, online? What about some SEO? And I said, hey, why don't you reach out to Mike, uh, click with Mike and um, and talk to him about it, see what it looks like, see what it costs. So we did. He reached out to you. And then Seth forwarded me the email that you sent him, something along the lines and correct me. Hey, Seth, thank you for reaching out. Um, I did some research and checked out your uh, market and I checked out everything you're doing on your website. And while I'd love to have your business, it's not worth it for you to invest in SEO. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty much how it went. Um, you know, some cases you you they're already crushing it, you know, yeah. and and so it, it doesn't make sense to, you know, put a uh, you know, go out and buy a piece of equipment for your business that you've, you just don't, don't need, you know? Um, so same, same with SEO. So here's the point I'd like to make. If it's not going to get you a huge ROI, then yeah, I'm not going to sell it to you. So here's the point I'd like to make for everybody listening or watching. That is unheard of in the agency space, unheard of in the agency space. And this is, you know, another big reason why we uh, recommend Mike. And so I appreciate you for that, Mike. Thank you. So let's go ahead and get into some uh, SEO. How do you approach SEO on a website? Um, Yeah, I mean, so we've already kind of been discussing the the EEAT. Um, So uh, that's that's huge. Content is is everything on a website. So, um, you know, at minimum, you want to have, you know, your your service pages, you know, break down. Do you do interior, exterior, commercial, uh, cabinet painting? 
um, whatever specific services you do, um, build out a, 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 a separate page for that. So um, a unique page for each service, one outlining yes. cabinets, one outlining exteriors, one outlining interiors, uh, yep. concrete floors, condo buildings, uh, yep. whatever their, whatever their niches, HOAs. Okay. Yeah. And I recommend, um, you know, at least 500,000 words of content on those pages. Um, so that's, you know, that, that seems like a lot, but it's, you know, Google's looking for authority and the more content, um, bottom line is more content ranks better than less content. So, um, and then the, uh, let's see. So if you're in a city or area where there are multiple cities that you're targeting, um, you might have what's called a location page. Um, and these aren't quite as effective as ranking factors as they used to be, but they do still uh, have an effect. And so I still, uh, I still recommend that we still do them for our clients because they, it establishes your service area, you know, um, and they don't have to be super long pages, but I still try to get at least 500 words of content on there. And, um, you know, you might include, uh, your, you know, photos from jobs that were in that area, um, maybe a Google map of that area, um, things like that. Um, and so that just kind of establishes that, that local, um, authority there. Okay. Um, let's see. We, th- we talked about team page <clears throat> already. Um, blogging that's, that's definitely important. Um, <clears throat> let's see the, the biggest thing is content, you know? Um, and I think the, the biggest thing that people so tr- struggle with, thing. yeah, the biggest thing people struggle with is, um, you know, getting, content ideas. And, um, I think the DYB cafe has a great, uh, article on that or, uh, uh thing on that. But, on that. um, yeah, yeah Thank of you. course. I think that was all April too, just to give credit where it's due. Yeah. Yeah. Start there. Um, there's so many good ideas for content and that it's like at least a year's worth of content on there. So, um, but, uh, but you know, you're basically answering questions that other people would ask about your industry. You know, what kind of paint is should I use for my bedroom walls? What what sheen should I use? Things like that. It doesn't How much does it cost? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yep. Pricing is a big one. Mm-hmm. So now, keywords are still uh, important. How do you pick the right keywords? Great question. Um, <clears throat> so. Since we've been doing this for so many painting companies for so long, we've you know, keyword research, we almost don't do any anymore because they're, you know, we've, we know what the, the main mm-hmm. keywords are. The only difference is maybe in, in this area of the country, it might, uh, you know, out in California, they might search for house painters more than painting contractors or, or in, but in uh, Philadelphia, they might search for painting companies more than painting contractors, you know, so. Interesting. Um, yeah. The way I approach that is I take, you know, the, the top, I think it's around five keywords. So painters in Philadelphia, house painters in Philadelphia, painting contractors in Philadelphia, painting companies in Philadelphia. I think those are the, the big ones. Um, run those through uh, Google's keyword tool and, um, and just look at the search volume. And that'll give you kind of the order of importance. Now, you still want to use all of them. 
and you still want to use relevant or uh, related keywords like interior painting, exterior painting, you know, things like that. Uh, okay. Mix it up. Don't just repeat the same words throughout the site. But if you know what the top keyword search is in your area, then you might use that like in your titles and your, your headings and things like that. Does your business need more reviews? Nice job can help. Our reputation marketing platform automates review invites to save you time. Reviews are collected and distributed across major platforms such as Google, Facebook, and more. Turn your reviews into customer stories with photos that you can share across your social channels. NiceJob allows you to manage all of this within our platform. Start your free trial today. If you live in an area that uh, maybe you don't live in a big city, uh, then Google's accuracy on that keyword tool goes way down. And so it, it might just show 10 or less search volume for your keywords. So what I do in that case is I'll go to the nearest metro area and, um, and, and use, you know, like, let's say you're in a, a small town in Texas. Well, I'll go, you know, I'll use Dallas or Fort Worth or something like that and, um, and get the search volume. So I know what order they're of importance to use and then switch Dallas out with my city. Oh, that's cool. Okay. There's some Ninja juice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right yeah. on. Yeah. But um, you don't really have to overthink it. You know, you know what your what keywords are are relevant in your industry. Okay. Um, I, would, I kind of mentioned other agencies. I, I'd like to. So I want to address this, but but do it as gracefully as possible. And I imagine that this is kind of a hassle for you because you hear about it when they come back to you. It's very common that uh, agencies will reach out to all of us. Like I'd imagine. Uh, they reach out to you too, just not knowing, like a lot of times they'll reach, you know, reach out to me and all the painters and they'll say, Hey Steve, you're, uh, you're not ranking in Venice, Florida for painting, uh, business coach for painting contractors. <laughs> I'm like, well, I don't care. I'm, you know, personally, I'm not trying to rank in Venice, but for everybody else, for painting contractors, it is important. And so it's very common because I hear it. They'll reach out to me first, say, hey, you know, I'm using Mike. He's a great guy. But these guys just called me and they said, I'm not ranking for these. They sent me this great big report with all these colors on it and numbers. And and I don't know what any of it means, but they, they tell me that uh, whoever my guy is, he's not doing a great job. And I'm missing out on all these opportunities. Uh, what's, you, you know, what's going on here? Right. Um, yeah. Um, that's a really good question, uh, because they, yeah, they, they reach out to me all the time. They reach out to our clients all the time. Do they um, reach out to you, you and know. say, Mike, you're not ranking? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, for just random keywords. Like I don't yeah. even care about that keyword, yeah. but, um, right. you know, and, and the thing is with SEO, there's always more to do. You mm -hmm. know, you're, you're never really done. That's why we don't sell SEO as just a one you know, one project, it's yeah. never just one project because, you know, so it's you, evergreen. everybody's constantly working to improve their rankings and, you know, they're knocking each other off the top. So it's, it's a never ending process. And so there's always things to improve. And some of those things aren't necessarily what's going to move the, the, the goalpost, right. You know, yeah, or the, yeah. move the ball forward. Um, and, but it's easy for, someone who's just sending out these cold emails to produce one of these reports and say, look at all these things that you're not doing on your site. And nine times out of 10, the, the person doesn't know 
what the person's talking about. So it's easy to say, oh my gosh, my, my SEO guy is not doing what, what I'm supposed to be doing or, um, or um, you know, I, I need to get this fixed and I need to pay this guy thousands of dollars to fix this when chances are they're probably scammers, you know, or, yeah, or at least yeah. not very honest. Yeah, because um, if they were worth their weight in salt, they wouldn't need all this cold outreach, right? Right, right. Yeah. And, you know, not to say every agency that does cold outreach is mm-hmm. is bad. There's a lot of good ones out there, but unfortunately, 90% of them are yeah. dishonest. Because, I mean, if if they were, if they did well and knew what they were doing, wouldn't their own sites be ranking and generating their own leads online? Yes and no. Um, so... A lot of times, you know, it's like the contractor's house that's falling apart. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Got it. <laughs> you, know, um, you know, my website personally is is the last one to get my attention. Uh, mm-hmm. I know it's bad, but um, uh, just because an agency's website isn't isn't ranking well, okay. uh, doesn't necessarily mean that they're a bad agency. It just means they're putting more effort into their clients or getting clients yeah. than they are um, their own site. Sometimes okay. there's, well, there's quicker ways to do it than I think in all SEO. fairness, yeah, you you get a ton of referrals. And so you don't yeah. need uh, where I think in their situation, they need leads. Um, yeah. where, you know, they should be optimizing their own website first to generate leads. Where you, you yeah. get a ton of referrals. So it's kind of like, yeah, you know, um, I, yeah. you know I can relate because we don't stay on top of our website as much as we should either for the same uh, reason. Yeah. For me, um, just because I'm f- pretty established in the industry, uh, Google leads are my worst leads. Um, Interesting. They don't, yeah. they don't know me, you know, mm-hmm. and so those are the, the hardest ones to close. And usually they are customers or um, prospects that uh, maybe aren't ready for our services yet. You know, mm-hmm. they're not ready for the price point. And we're, we're mid-range price point. We're not even the yeah. most expensive by even a long shot. No, you're not. And I'd like to address that real quick. So there's, um, there's a, another, uh, agency out of, uh, Texas and I know they're, they're getting nine to $11,000 to build a website where in contrast, you're building out uh, full DYB website conversion funnels, which means it has all of my marketing psychology in there that does two things for everybody. It helps them to pre-sell qualified leads and it helps them to detour unqualified leads, saving them time and hassle so they can focus on high quality leads. And you're building those out for like 3,900, you know, versus yeah. the, you know, the others that are like nine and 11,000, which is very reasonable. And they almost pay for themselves within, you know, first couple uh, months. And then it's just yeah. pure gravy moving forward. So I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. We've had uh, many customers who even without, increasing rankings when we launch one of the one of their sites with a dyb funnel their conversions go up and conversion as the percentage of uh leads versus visitors so if you know if you were getting a five percent conversion before and now you're getting ten percent that's that's five more leads per hundred visitors so yeah makes a huge difference Mm -hmm. awesome Thank you. Speaking of leads, uh, there was, now I heard about this because we get busy and we don't connect as often as we should. And I'm, I'm guilty. Uh, I heard about this one from one of our clients and it was uh, Jim Bailey and, and uh, one of the mastermind groups. He's like, yeah, Mike's got me doing this, uh, something about $35 Google leads and it's different from anything else. And so would you, would you unpack that for us? What, what exactly is going on there? Cause Jim was pretty excited about it. I'm like, what, what, what? you know, why am I like, Mike, why are you telling me about that? <laughs> 
Yeah, so Google finally opened up local service ads for painting companies um, a while back. And uh, Jim's kind of a unicorn because he's just, his market, he's just crushing it out there. I don't know what the difference is in his market. It must be just terrible competition because he uh, is. He's got some stiff competition. So he's in, he's in uh, you know, the greater Phoenix. Uh, is it Phoenix? Phoenix area. Um, and he's, I mean, maybe, but, but I know of some really s- stiff competitors he has out there. So, I, yeah. you know, I'm, and I, I say that because the volume of leads that he gets mm-hmm. is a lot more than what we typically see on other clients, but okay. um, local service ads is it's a no brainer. It's easy to set up. Um, you can set it up in about 30 minutes mm-hmm. and um, <clears throat> it, you, the leads are typically, yeah, between 30 and 40 bucks and they're qualified leads. And if it's not a, a qualified lead, meaning there's somebody looking for a job or um, maybe a service that you don't actually provide that's not in your profile, um, then you can actually dispute it and they'll refund you the, uh, the money. And uh, so they're typically, you know, with Google ads, we struggle with a lot of unqualified leads and um, especially the last six months to a year. But with local service ads, uh, the the leads are are quality leads and um, uh, cheap. I mean, thirty five bucks a lead, you can you can make money on that all day. <clears throat> so, awesome. Okay, um, and you can help you help folks set that up as well. Yeah, yeah, we help set them up. Um, we typically do it as kind of a a freebie whenever we're doing local service ads or SEO for somebody uh, because it's one of those things for on our end. Once we set it up, it doesn't require much um, effort on, on our end. Now okay. it does require some management on your end. So by that, I mean, you need to make sure that you are constantly getting reviews from your jobs and you need to manage your, uh, your leads in their system. So when you go into their system, they have like a little dashboard and they'll show you all of the leads. Some of them were charged, some of them were not. You can actually listen to the calls, they record them. Um, and you can put in the customer's name and email, uh, phone number, well, the phone number's already in because they called. Um, but uh, uh, you can put in notes and then you can mark the lead as whether it was booked or not. Um, so I highly, highly, highly recommend you doing that because what happens is Google wants to show the businesses that are getting that are that are closing those leads. You know, they want to make sure that the people who are using their service uh, that are searching for painters and clicking on these ads, they want to make sure that they're getting the good service, right? And so, uh, by you giving that feedback to Google, they will show your ad higher in the list. Um, Reviews is the most important thing. Constantly getting good reviews, all else being equal, the the company with the most positive reviews is going to be the first ad. Um, and that one is probably where Jim Bailey is crushing it is because he's got uh, he's in a big market. It's Phoenix, um, and he's he's showing up first every time. Okay. And so that's that's going to make a big difference. Okay. Uh, if you're not first, you know the the leads depending on your market and how big it is, you know, it may only be one or two leads a week, but Hey, that's one or two leads you didn't have. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
So if you feel like you want to throw money at something, we're always a hard no on paid leads for Angie's, uh, Angie something or other. And uh, um, what are some of the other ones that I'm trying not to give the full names of? The rackets. Uh, they were really bad yeah, rackets. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to come back and sue my pants off. But yeah. uh, personally, I hate them because they cause nothing but harm and uh, issues for, for our clients and push yeah. their push their site down the SERPs, you know, every time they... Yeah. So, a lot of people getting started, you know, those those services are kind of a necessary evil, you know, but, um, you know, if they need leads... Join BNI. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah there's, there's other ways to get better yeah. leads. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, with local service ads, if you're just getting started and you have no reviews, you're yeah. going to have a hard time getting your ad shown. That's true. Um, one thing I can recommend to, to to boost your chances, set your budget much higher than what you think you're willing to uh, to spend. Okay. It will hardly ever spend it, <clears throat> and and if it does, then you can just adjust it back down. But um, uh, the it, I, I, some customers like it set their budget to a thousand a week, and they're still only going to get one lead a week. You know, it just depends on your market for the thirty five dollars so. or so. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't okay. really change the price of the lead. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, right on. Um, so um, we had a, a couple questions in, in the DYB community. I posted yesterday. I said, hey, I've got ClickWiz Mike coming back on the show. Uh, it's been long overdue. And uh, a couple here. Do you mind if I uh, run these by you? Yeah, one absolutely. From, uh, thank you. One is from Corey Gardner. He said, if you can invest in paid ads versus SEO over the course of one year or more, what do you think would be a better long-term investment? SEO all day. Uh, yeah. SEO is going to generate the biggest ROI uh, long term. Now, mm-hmm. short term, it takes time. It's a it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. The nice thing about Google Ads is you can have an ad campaign set up in a you know a week or so, and and you know as soon as you launch that campaign, you could be getting calls. The downside to Google Ads: those calls can be very expensive. Um, they've the past six months to a year, it's gotten really expensive. Um, mm. We've seen lead costs jump from, you know, sixty to one hundred dollars a lead up to hundred, two hundred dollars a lead, um, and so they start to get prohibitive for a lot of our clients. Um, mm-hmm. And I also find that the smaller the budget, the harder it is to get your cost per lead down. <clears throat> um, okay. So SEO it, over time. You know, it's it's an investment that takes uh, takes time, but mm-hmm. you know, the right now our our kind of secret sauce is the local service ads combined with the SEO. Okay. <clears throat> so you can start to get some leads that'll kind of pay for your SEO. Um, so you can hopefully not just be putting money out of pocket, um, <clears throat> assuming you hire an agency and not doing it yourself. But um, the, if you combine those two, at least you've got some of that cost offset with with some new business coming in while you're waiting for your rankings to to climb up. So, oh, that's great. Okay, thank you. Uh, that's really good to to hear. Uh, the other one is from uh, a buddy I call him Slim Jim because he when he joined UIB, he started using the uh, UIB scoreboard, and there are a lot of uh, KPIs and with leading and lagging indicators that we track on there. And one of them was health. And he dropped, I think, uh, by tracking it, he dropped like 70 pounds out of the gate. That was wow. Cool. That's yeah. awesome. So James Miller out of uh, Canada, he says, uh, question is SEO and WordPress versus custom coded. Is there a difference, uh, benefit to one or the other? And then I would just add, um, are there other options besides WordPress as well? So he's, you know, he's saying 
WordPress versus custom coded and, and I'd add in there other other uh, solutions besides WordPress these days regarding SEO. Yeah, so um, as far as SEO goes, you know, if you're willing to put in the work, uh, there's really no difference as far as the outcome between WordPress and, you know, a custom coded site. Mm -hmm. But these days, I don't see any reason to do a custom coded site whatsoever. The time investment that's involved in that, it just, it doesn't make any sense. Um, so I guess it would be, be like going to put your own car together, order all the parts and put your own car together or just go to the lot uh, and buy one. Right, right. Yeah. And uh, by the time you, yeah, maybe you'll save five or $10,000 on that that car, but uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> you're going to put a lot of hours into it. So that comes but, back to uh, a principle, pardon me, of the hourly, hourly responsibility value. And I've got a you know video on YouTube about it, unpacking it. But basically, if you're building a half million dollar business and you do the math and you break that down $2,000 a year, then you're responsible for $250 an hour. Or if you're on your way to, to break the million, then you're responsible, your hourly responsibility rate is $500 an hour. So then it comes back to like, can you really afford to be focusing your time, the driver of the business on some of these technical projects? Or yeah. is it much cheaper to hire it out? Yeah, and like back to the uh, the car reference, you know, it'd be like every time you go to put gas in the car, you have to rebuild the gas tank and install a new new gas tank. Um, right. Because now yeah. every time you add content to your site, well, you got to rebuild that page from scratch. And so with WordPress, you just copy and paste your your uh, text in and add a couple pictures, and you know, the the writing is is the only part that takes time, um, the rest, you know, posting it takes mm -hmm. five, 10 minutes. And so. even the writing can be delegated to a content writer. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and so there's really no reason, you know, a few years ago, um, WordPress themes were having a lot of speed issues. They were very bloated. Uh, so it was really hard to get them to, to load fast. And so that was maybe the only benefit that, um, a hard coded site had versus, um, WordPress, but even then I would, it, it didn't, that was just one benefit. The time investment in it okay. still negated any benefit at all. So, uh, but now the themes and, and, and templates are, are much faster. They've gotten so much better now. Right on. All right. Now, um, I think this is my last, uh, question that I had, uh, teed up for you anyway, and this is what I'm most excited about. And that is, uh, what are some trends or emerging technologies in digital marketing today? Yeah, so, I mean, the biggest one, biggest one all day, hands down, is AI. There it is. Um, I was waiting for I it. Mean, <laughs> it <laughs> I, I mean, that's, that's the elephant in the room. Yeah, it's, yeah so what's it, up with AI and how can we use it? Gosh, and, and the, that's such a big question because there's... It, we're so early in it that we have only begun to conceive what the possibilities are for it. Mm. Uh, but it, I can tell you right now that AI is going to change every industry and every aspect of our lives <clears throat> over the next 10 years. Um, this is like, this is like 1995, um, you know, we're, we're just getting into, you know, where the internet broke yeah. out. I remember and, um, I'm old enough. I was there. <laughs> yeah, that was the year I graduated high school. So, yeah. um, so you know, and now, now I'm at you know my dad's age when when that came out, and so so now this AI stuff's coming out, and and it's 
you know, I, I can see why my dad just kind of said, ah, I don't want to have anything to do with that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Ah, that's, yeah. You kids, you, you guys do that stuff. And, and even now, like, you know, I can get him to email and he has a Facebook just mm-hmm. to kind of see what his kids are up to. But, um, he, uh, he just technology has left him and, and it's mm-hmm. my choice, you know, he's, yeah. he's chosen not to get on the bandwagon. Um, and so, I'm having to, you know, now that I'm his age at that time, um, I'm having to force myself into, you know, um, learning AI and gosh, it just blows my mind every day. Hmm. Every time I go use it, it's like, wow, that just saved me. I just got done in 10 seconds. What would have taken me five hours before, you know, Hmm. (laughs) um, I've been working on, uh, uh, just some, you know, overall brand messaging for our business lately. And, um, you know, I can write, but I'm not great at it. And, mm. and so just taking and, and writing something out and then plugging it into chat GPT and say, Hey, rewrite this in a more colorful tone. Uh, and in seconds, it's like, man, oh man, why didn't I think of that? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and so it's, it's, it's mind blowing. And so I, I highly recommend just as an overall personal and business strategy, learn it, um, go and use it, um, every day, go, just, just go play with it. Um, you know, do things like, you know, content creation is, is the big one that's disrupting my industry right now. Um, you know, AI is just, it's, it's complete. Uh, Our industry, as far as content generation goes, was the first, first one to disrupt, but it's going to disrupt every industry. Um, any thoughts about, uh, Google responding recognizing AI content responding? Um, yeah, so, uh, they had, they came out and said that they, there, there's no penalty for using AI content, but the caveat to that is as long as your content is helpful. Hmm. Um, so back to their EEAT acronym, the Hmm. expertise or sorry, experience, expertise, authoritativeness, trustworthiness. You know, your content has to be good, has to be helpful. Um, and so sometimes the AI content, sometimes right out of the box, it might be incredible. Uh, but usually it's going to take some tweaking, you know. And mm-hmm. um, and so you can use it to streamline the content generation process. But just don't don't go to chat GPT and say, write a blog post about uh, interior painting and then just mm-hmm. copy and paste it into your blog. That's probably not going to have much effect. Um, okay. But go to uh, go to ChatGPT and say, you know, give me uh, ten blog post ideas for a painting company in Dallas, Texas, and boom, you know. So, so mm-hmm. just taking those ideas um, that that you know, sometimes that's the hardest part of writing a blog is what the heck yeah. am I going to write about? What am I going to write about? And, uh, yeah. it's and so, so familiar to us, some, right? We're like, what? Nobody yeah. wants to know about that. But the truth is, yes, they do. <laughs> Yeah, they do. Um, They do. And, uh, you know, yeah. What are the, what are the top searches about cabinet painting? Mm -hmm. You know, um, what, what do people want to know? You know, so, and you could talk to it like a human and, you know, usually it might take some massaging to, to get the answers that you're looking for, but, um, you know, just start using it and get, get familiar with it. Um, the other things, uh, that you want to do is, um, that you could try is, uh, you know, posting this. So 
give me a 500 word article about the best cabinet painter or cabinet painting processes, um, something like that. And, you know, it may not spit out a great article, but it's something to start with. Some inspiration, um, some guidelines to work on, take it, massage it, make it your own. Yeah. Yeah. And if you have, if you're decent at writing and you you have the time to just, you know, spend 15 minutes editing those articles, um, you know, go to the DYB cafe, take some of those topics out of there, paste them into uh, chat GPT and um, start from there, but don't just copy and paste the articles word for word. Right on. Um, okay. But it's, it's a great tool. I highly recommend just as a, you know, on a personal and a business level, just mm-hmm. get to know it because it's coming and it's coming fast. Okay. Right on. Thank you. Well, I know you're a real busy guy. I don't want to uh, keep you up much longer. However, is there a question I should have asked or any final comments that you'd like to make before we roll out? Ah, uh, gosh. Um, Think of any questions that we didn't cover that I think we, we provided quite a bit of value here. Um, I tried yeah, to thank you for that. Appreciate try it. to try to cover as much value, but um, yeah. you know, final comments is, you know, if you know, follow some of these tips that I've given you today. Uh, to, if you're wanting to, you know, do it yourself, um, reach out to me if you have questions or just need uh, need some guidance or clarification on anything. Happy to help. Um, if you if you really want to accelerate your growth, then uh, then give us a call. We can schedule a strategy call. I can. I'm happy to walk through your site and your market, and you know, I'll give you the I'll give you the honest well, truth. And and if it if it makes sense for us to work together, I'll I'll tell you. And if I know I can provide a good ROI for you, I'll tell you. If I can't, I'll tell you that too. Right on. How? What's the best way for them to reach out? Uh, go to our website, uh, clickwiz.com, C-L-I-K-W-I-Z.com. And, uh, and there's, you can schedule a strategy call right there. Awesome. Mike, thank you so much. Thank you for being an awesome asset and partner to uh, DYB and uh, a friend as well. Appreciate you and the service you provide. Thank you again for coming back on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me and appreciate you as well. Thank you. Paynet podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and are made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPainted.org.